Well, welcome back to another episode of In-House Podcast. Uh, today with me, I'm so happy to announce my guest, Jonathan Ogden. Uh, Jonathan Ogden is a uh, musician, design, uh, graphic designer, uh, producer, and he's from uh, Manchester, UK. And then also, uh, he's part of a, a ministry called Set Sail um, as a, a creative missionary. And Jonathan, before we even jump in, man, uh, thanks for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And uh, before we, yeah, before we jump in, would you you touch on Set Sail? What what is that? I I was looking into it, and it, it seems awesome, man. And yeah, so just tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so Set Sail is. Um basically a ministry that we run that's aimed at both making our own art that pointing people to Jesus and also trying to train and equip and inspire other artists and creators in the church. So it's um, just a way for us to kind of not build our own name as artists and that kind of thing, oh, but yeah. to actually reach out to other people and teach and train and try and just encourage what's happening in the world because it feels way bigger than just us right now. So Oh yeah. When did you, when did you start that again? What year was that? Uh, about 2015. We started it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, nice. good. Coming up to six years now. <laughs> cool. Um, and then for those who don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are. I know you don't play for the the Baltimore Ravens. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my past life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, who who are you? You know. Yeah, so it's a loaded uh, question. I live in Manchester in the UK, um, and basically I'm a full time musician. So I kind of go between music and design. I used to be a full time graphic designer, and then um about the same time that we started set sail so about 2015 i went full-time with music and um i kind of see myself as like a creative missionary <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah so i just love to like use music and all the arts design video all of that just as a way of telling people about jesus so. what was the like the because you started as a graphic designer what yeah. was kind of the call on your life like what was like okay i don't really like I still want to do this, but I want to go full force into into music. What was mm. kind of that transition? What does that look like? Yeah, um, it was a fun one because music was never something I thought I would do full time. I, I never kind of had that aim to be doing full time music, but yeah, um, it was something that I started almost out of curiosity. Like I was a worship leader at my church back home, and um, very small family church, and just kind of you know I would lead worship on piano, maybe with one or two in the band. But, yeah um i was starting to write songs at home and just enjoyed the process of music production and really liked electronic music so i just kind of had this curiosity to be like okay i'm gonna try to write worship songs with a slightly different sound and i don't know if it'll reach anyone but i'll put it out on facebook and soundcloud and uh yeah it really seemed to find an audience of people who were looking for something different and um yeah it seemed to grow really quick and so i was literally working full-time as a graphic designer and it just started to get to the point where I was taking all of my time off to go and do tours with the band. And then um, I basically just didn't really get a break for quite a while. And so it came yeah. to that kind of decision point where I was like, okay, design or music, which one am I going to do? So, yeah. yeah. You, I think you made the right choice, man. I mean, are you still <laughs> doing graphic design stuff like on the side at all? Or is that kind a of little bit? Um, I do the occasional freelance thing. And um, obviously, like the design part of my own music, so, like the album art and merch and all that stuff. So. Oh yeah, still get to use the design part. <laughs> oh, good, good. Because I know you were part of was you were releasing music under what was that the name? It was uh, robots. Rivers and robots. Rivers and robots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I so yeah, that started as kind of was initially the name of my solo project, and then it right. became a band. Um, and then I started making music again solo under my own name. So 
um yeah at this point i'm kind of more doing the solo stuff these days okay are you guys still doing like because how did you were you like hey i have the were they your friends before you started doing stuff and you were like yeah well i met them through work so okay the place i was a designer it was like a christian missions organization so i met a bunch of guys just like over lunch break and (laughs) um realized we have similar music tastes and um yeah it started as a way to kind of translate these songs i had from home into how we play them with the band and play live um yeah, it's been through a few lineup changes. We've had a different drummer and guitarist come in. And, um, just this past year, I mean, it's been growing like really f- way beyond what I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just this past year, I felt like it was time to kind of t- take a pause on that as a project and go more into doing solo stuff again and um, leaning more into kind of the production side of things. I've been yeah. having a lot more opportunities for producing and songwriting, even with other artists, like writing songs for them that doesn't go out under my name. And, just been finding okay. a lot of joy in that kind of creative outlet. So. Is that something that excites you? Or you're like, man, I yeah. get to be a part of this. This and it's like, because <laughs> you're growing, man. I feel like, um, has that been like a big thing this year for you? Is just kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, like trusting the process, trusting the Lord, and being mm. like, okay, because is uh, not to touch on it too much, but is COVID pretty bad down there right now? Is it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of it's been unexpected. I mean even the band becoming what it was was like i never thought it would become that and um to even do music full-time is a surprise and <laughs> i think i learned through doing the band that you know we, we were very diy we we're very like indie band yeah. we got to try out pretty much running everything ourselves and learning how to tour and play live and studio recordings and all of that process and i think through it all i learned that the part that most makes me come alive is like the actual writing of the songs and yeah. the creative process of like I'm just a geek, so I like yeah. being behind my computer and just like making the thing. Um, and so I guess with my solo stuff, it's I don't really play it live a lot. It's, it's a lot more of a recording project. And um, yeah, with the produ- producing and songwriting with others as well, it's kind of like, it's kind of my happy space of just <laughs> sitting at home and creating. Oh, yeah. Especially I with know. COVID, it's like, that's yeah. all we can really do at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's like, for me, it was when, when COVID was really bad. Um, over here i just that was my thing during lockdown was like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go in my basement i'm gonna sit grab my guitar yeah sing to the lord and like i didn't go into it the mindset of like all right i'm gonna start writing songs mm. it was like it was kind of the idea of like if something happens something happens and then yeah you know yeah but i think that's how did that way. process what was that i think that's the best way i kind of oh, felt yeah. a similar thing as soon as it's like, organic yeah once covid hit i was just like the verse that came to my mind actually was the one in uh matthew 6 where it's like when you pray go into your room and close your door and about the father who sees in secret and i was like this feels like a real time to go away and like be in secret for a while and just oh yeah like you say like just sit with a guitar and just worship and no agenda to like write something but just to be in that space just to play yeah i feel like those are the like the best moments man because i I lead worship here in my church too and uh like i love sunday morning i love leading with with the band and the team but like i feel like when you're just with the lord one-on-one like mm. man it's so good yeah. it's um, the best. <laughs> how did that how did that start for you the 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 passion for for you know music and for for creating yeah um so i come from a big family so i'm the youngest of seven kids <laughs> oh my um, goodness. and <laughs> yeah so a lot of my older brothers and sisters like well, the whole family's quite musical. Um, pretty much everyone plays a different instrument. And one of my 
like middle brothers was uh, a worship leader at our church and so i kind of grew up always seeing him leading worship and um nice. i also had a brother who was like a dj um so he, he kind of like influenced the electronic elements of my music i suppose and, um yeah i just there was always a lot of music around the house and that was a very like big part of my childhood especially being in manchester it's a, a big music city in the uk as well so um nice. just getting to see a lot of bands here and i think really for me I, I grew up in church i was a church kid and it wasn't till i was around maybe 16 um that i really felt it was time to like take my faith seriously and i started like really committing to follow jesus and i remember asking the whole time like what is it i heard that verse about we're all different parts of one body and yeah i was asking like, okay what, what's what am i supposed to be doing what's my area like where do i fit and um it was kind of like a surprise to me when the lord kind of highlighted music as something to do and even though i was already doing it in a sense i was already playing in like the church band right i, I just never saw it as like oh wait this is actually something i can do in a way that glorifies god and um yeah that kind of changed my mindset on it all really yeah dude that's awesome because i have like a, a similar i guess in a way you know i grew up my my family's not musical mm-hmm. but i i from the age of two my parents say that I would just gravitate towards like listening to music and playing music. And then yeah. my dad started a church in sixth grade. And then nice. I started leading worship for him when I was like 10. So I didn't really know <laughs> what I was, I, I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of around 16 is when I was like, okay, like, let's follow the Lord, like, and mm. make it our own. You know, I feel like growing up in the church, it's easy to be like, well, this faith is my parents. And so it's yeah. mine too. You yeah. Know? But no, kind of good. building that relationship, um, I feel like that's super important. Yeah. 100%. And um, so in 2010, right, is when you came out with your first recording, uh, yeah. your first project. Yes. And that was just songs from your, your bedroom, right? Like you were just. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much been songs from my bedroom the whole way through almost. Oh, yeah. Like, um, but that one especially, like the first album. Yeah, I probably started it in 2010. Um and at the time i was like in my brother's room i had one of those like bunk beds <laughs> that has like <laughs> a desk underneath the bed um so i literally made the album like underneath my bed <laughs> dude um, i was like was 18. it all like or like was it just like a guitar and then what did you use for like production and stuff like that? i had one of those like yamaha dj keyboards that has like <laughs> all the like really bad loops on it and stuff um <laughs> And I managed to figure out a way to like plug in a MIDI cable to get to my laptop. Oh, yeah. So um, I literally had that plugged into my laptop and then like a USB Yeti microphone. Um, and I just did everything on that. So like pretty much every instrument on those first two albums are like MIDI sounds that I just found in Ableton and Dude. playing all the drums on my little Yamaha keyboard. <laughs> so. Was that like, was that your first like big like producing and like <laughs> doing that? Or I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I'd done... When I was a teenager, I was really into doing remixes. I did a lot of like, I've downloaded Fruity Loops and just like remixes, oh, yeah. electronic stuff. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. When I started writing songs and coming up with the Rivers and Robots project, I was like, well, let's just try and produce it myself with what I know how to do. I just had no expectation that it was going to be like a thing. So I, it was a very DIY, like fun project. I was just doing oh, yeah. weekends and evenings. And, um, yeah. I think the albums after that, we did. Like I would still demo them that way, but then we go right. to studios and record them. But um, yeah, the more I've enjoyed the production process, like coming back to my solo stuff, I I do that all in my room again. It's kind of come full circle. Yeah, <laughs> still just move the laptop and a keyboard. But. 
Uh, yeah, because I saw this morning actually just like a video, the video that you put on YouTube talking about um, your your new song, All Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, dude, like, I feel like I couldn't do anything like that. I'm really bad <laughs> with the production side of things, mm-hmm. but it's really cool to see like you're letting people into your process. And uh, yeah. One thing that I love about your music is that you cover a lot of bases, right? Like you've done all the acoustic stuff and then you've also had um albums and projects like you know 24 hours mm-hmm. um and so where have you found like where do you find your creative inspiration what kind of like okay well i want to go down this avenue or i want to go down this avenue and and then yeah. where do you find the inspiration to write about yeah good question um i think i've always really enjoyed artists that do experiment and like mix things up a lot um there's an artist called toro Imwa that's like um just a mainstream producer guy i feel almost like he's been an inspiration along the along the way because he's a designer and musician as well but yeah he's been one of those that like every album he puts out is kind of a different genre and you're kind of always waiting for like what's the next thing going to be um and even artists like supian stevens and stuff as well i feel like oh yeah it's so kind of similar it's like who knows what his next album's gonna be right <laughs> um, <laughs> but i think early on i had a lot of preconceived ideas of what i thought people would want to hear and like even though the first two albums i didn't think anyone would listen to them i think when people did start listening to it i was like oh okay people must like this style so i have to keep making this and yeah um i very quickly realized that it was actually the songs that i felt most excited about but i was normally nervous that like this feels a bit too far maybe this isn't what people are going to connect with ended up being the ones that people most connected with yeah um and i think people just look for authenticity and so i think if you're genuinely creating from an authentic place of just things that you want to do and try um people are willing to follow the journey so i feel like gradually over time i've just felt more free to like try out ideas and yeah i feel like maybe five or six years ago i don't know if i'd have been brave enough to make like a whole beat tape that's like fully electronic but (laughs) at this point i'm just like well i want to try it because people will dig it yeah (laughs) was that something that you like you had to find your sound a little bit or was that yeah uh yes and no i mean in some ways it was that full circle thing again because that right. it's almost i mean better production but <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like the remixes i used to make when i was a teenager of like very electronic music and um a lot of the time i was making those tracks it kind of felt like kind of 16 17 year old me when i was like learning about electronic yeah. music so um yeah and a lot of those beats they started as just things i was making to go in videos and um like songs that i was making in the background and um it was only through kind of putting them on videos and people asking what's that song are you going to release that one it's like oh i never thought of releasing that as a <laughs> jonathan yeah. thing but then it kind of set me off on the whole path of the beat tape and i just really enjoyed working on that concept it was just a lot of fun was it was it a lot of promoting your music then or was it just kind of like people would stumble on it or what did you make like a point like hey i'm gonna promote this or i think I've never really enjoyed promoting. I think yeah. probably most artists feel the same. Um, yeah, I get that. But I think the good thing about what I do and what a lot of other artists in our kind of sphere are doing is like, it's such a niche for like worship music that sounds different. And oh yeah. I don't know. There's all kinds of, people call it the indie worship or whatever, <laughs> whatever kind of label you want to put on it. But um, I feel like there's really just a listener base and an audience that are, like hungry for different types of music and once you find one artist then you find another one and like everyone's kind of connected it's, it's like yeah 
not a huge world and so um i think really it's been primarily like word of mouth and just people that have been hungry to find this new music that's out there and you know go digging through youtube and spotify and find these artists and then it's just those guys have like carried it for i think everyone that's kind of doing this type of music they've it's been people that are really engaged with what we're making and talking about it and sharing it and putting it on social media and all that stuff so yeah um yeah it's felt very organic i've never like been running big advertising campaigns or anything like that it's kind of just been youtube and instagram and just putting it out there and people are connecting with it so that's awesome and then as you've been creating has there been any like people within the church like worship leaders that have kind of inspired you at all or has it been like i'm kind of separate from from (laughs) that type of genre if you, you would say no i've i've always really enjoyed um like i love mainstream worship music as well like i've never been i don't see it as kind of like a revolt against that really. right <laughs> Some right, right. Say it's like you're trying to do the new worship thing i'm like well like when i'm at home i listen to Hillsong and matt redmond <laughs> like oh yeah all just the classic stuff and that's the other songs i lead in church and i absolutely love that kind of stuff so i think um delirious were definitely a big inspiration for me like being in the uk as well like yeah they kind of modeled i think that idea that you can have a really congregational worship song and like a rock song or like all these different sounds on the same album and um and it can all be worship and, um and i think matt redmond as well is another worship leader that just oh yeah he writes so many songs from the bible i remember like when i was a teenager the first time i read the bible for myself i was like noticing all the songs <laughs> that i used to sing in church and i'm like oh it's from the bible okay um and i feel like matt redmond was definitely one of those that like drew a lot from the psalms and that kind of thing so that's always been a big inspiration for me lyric wise for sure yeah um because i i was uh so my first introduction to you was the the 24 uh beat tape. Oh, nice my uh my pastor showed it to me he's like john you gotta you gotta listen to this <laughs> like it's so good and then uh our worship leader got hooked on it and so we were just all listening to it and i took <laughs> this from your website because it's like um it says 24 uh is a beat tape uh, containing 24 tracks based on 24 hours in a day it's a reflection on the unique moments and hours of each day learning to be present and recognize god's presence in every moment and mm. i think that's like super like i want to say unique but also like <laughs> awesome like because when when you were creating 24 was there like okay this track i want it to sound like this time in the day and then mm. okay yeah, so like definitely. talk to me a little i could ask a lot of questions about this but talk <laughs> yeah. to me a little bit about it and we'll see yeah i think um i think one of the things that i've just loved to do over the years is like learning to appreciate beauty in like creation and in what's around us and um i feel like even my understanding of what uh what like consists of like art and things that glorify god has like really expanded over time and um yeah some of my the places and times that i've been that i've most like felt close to god and in relationship with him have been like out in nature or like (laughs) going on a walk and just seeing like creation around us and um i think that process of making 24 like the main thing i was learning was like to keep my eyes open to what was going on around and like there's the whole verse about like pray without ceasing and i always like never really understood how to do that (laughs) i was like how could i physically pray without um i think it was learning to like be in that rhythm of like okay yes there are set times where i'll like go away and pray 
you know actively and um you have those like sung worship times in those moments but then there's also like god's present when i'm working and he's present when i'm traveling and going about my day and um like one of the psalms that really jumped out to me is psalm 19 i think it is um and it talks about the heavens declare the glory of god and like the sky proclaims his handiwork and it's like even just the sky like i sit under a skylight here in my little loft yeah. room and um when i was making 24 i spent a lot of time just literally looking out the window at those times of day and thinking like okay every time i look up here there's like a completely different scene and like piece of artwork that god's been painting in the sky and like that is proclaiming the glory of god as like psalm 19 says and even just light and colors in the sky and all that stuff is like actually speaking of who god is and his beauty and um yeah so i really enjoyed just like diving into that and thinking okay what does 9 a.m sound like and what does the middle of the night sound like and, was that a um, difficult process was that like i really need to buckle down and <laughs> and <laughs> um, it was a challenge but i wouldn't say it was difficult in that sense because yeah it yeah. was so enjoyable as well like for um, sure i just i find that even when i'm driving around or anything like i listen to different types of music at different times of day and um i guess that was the challenge was like trying to make all of these pieces and fit them together in a way that felt like it would flow and um yeah sometimes i would make a beat and just listen to it and be like what time of day is this how <laughs> what does this feel right. like and where do i fit this in the project and, um yeah the track list was very much like shifting around the whole way through and oh yeah i'd have mm -hmm. like 10 p.m and 11 p.m written and then i'd have another one and feel like oh this one feels more like 11 though so can that one be 12 and <laughs> was there a lot that didn't make the the track list too uh i had about maybe like 10 more um that i didn't put on and yeah i find that with most projects that i tend to write more than needed and oh yeah pick my favorite ones <laughs> Could, um, um it's also like a lot of of the tracks include like lyrics from the psalms and from mm. scripture was that what was the how did you like say okay i want this verse in, in this hour and in this time and yeah um yeah it was kind of just i don't know i don't know what informed necessarily the process i was definitely trying to keep it uh mostly instrumental i think yeah about nine of the tracks have lyrics and the other <laughs> how many that is 13 <laughs> don't um, yeah and yeah i was kind of i think i drew a lot from ecclesiastes actually in this project and um i think it's the song 10 a.m more it's like uh very much ecclesiastes lyrics of like um just realizing that a lot of things are very temporary and like don't want to waste my time yeah <laughs> things that aren't eternal and don't last and, uh then of course psalm 19 that i mentioned like that was a big inspiration the song listen i think is mostly written from psalm 19 and then a lot of the other lyrics kind of i'd say pull from those two areas mostly it's there's like ecclesiastes references and um things from psalm 19 and a couple of other verses that i felt would fit in that but um yeah and even the titles like i would try and pull for the instrumental songs they'd be like titles that come from those psalms and or lyrics from other songs and that kind of stuff so um yeah i think it was just I spent a lot of time in the Psalms anyway. It's probably my favorite book. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it would just be, that was the Psalm I was reading at the time I was making that song and it just felt like it would fit in the project. So, yeah. It's awesome. And then, um, as I kind of touched on earlier, 2020 and 21 has been 
really crazy. And um, yep. what has like the Lord been teaching you? What has the Lord been teaching you in this extended period of just craziness and, and, and I guess difference of yeah. what we're used um, to? Yeah, it's been, I felt like it was kind of an invitation right at the start to like that place of intimacy. And yeah. um, I was like, honestly quite tired i think when it came around to like march time and uh we've been just running very fast especially with the band and uh yeah we were even like on tour at that point we were in i think it was the west coast in february and then we went to brazil in march um and normally i find the whole touring process quite like intense anyway and i usually yeah. kind of come home and crash for a few weeks but we like came home straight into like lockdown in the uk um and yeah it was kind of surreal i think the first few weeks i was still kind of just tired anyway and then suddenly you realize like wait this isn't just staying at home by choice anymore like we actually have to do this for a right. long time and the kind of reality sets in of not being able to see my family as much and all of that kind of stuff and, um it was definitely a challenge just like mentally and all of that but um at the same time i kind of saw the opportunity of like when else am i going to have this much space to like be at home and right um, you know, we had a lot of other stuff planned for March through to the summer, um, which all had to get cancelled, all the live stuff. And um, I was like, wow, this is probably the most space I've ever had in my calendar <laughs> without oh, yeah. things on. Um, and I was just aware that I didn't want to, like, waste that moment. And, um, yeah, so I really just, I felt like it was a time to kind of dig deep wells for, like, whatever the next thing will be. Um, and for me, that was just in spending time with Jesus and, you know, in prayer, read the Bibles, really simple stuff. But um, yeah, I've just been like spending a lot of my time in the room, just like blasting worship music and <laughs> yeah, spending time with God there and like reading a lot as well. I've been doing a lot more reading than usual. But um, yeah, it's been good. It felt like in some ways it's been a reset for like the place that I originally started doing everything I did. Like when I was that 17, 18 year old first making songs, like it was out of just being in my room listening to worship music and spending time with jesus and it's kind of crazy that you can actually get so busy doing ministry that oh yeah the reason you do it gets pushed out sometimes you know oh sure um sure. and so it was kind of a good reset where like okay there is no like big public on stage ministry for a while now so like it's just me and jesus again and like um yeah i actually felt like it was a really good reset for that but yeah, yeah. at this point like it's still going definitely <laughs> lockdown's going a lot longer than i expected it to but so you guys uh, are still locked down right now yeah it's pretty bad in the uk so Man. and manchester as well where i am has been like one of the i think i saw something on twitter that it's been like 300 and something out of the last 365 days we've been Man. in lockdown in manchester, so like, it's, it's crazy been, uh, pretty crazy so what is what is it i guess right now you don't really know but i guess looking forward are you are you planning anything what is what is 2021 <laughs> i guess as as far as you can see, what does it look like? Yeah, I think that I'm kind of making a lot of plans with question marks next to them. And right, like, right. That will roll depending on where we get to in the calendar. But uh, yeah, I I ended up making this EP, Songs From Home. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be coming out in April. Um, and yeah, I was kind of debating whether to even do something like that because, you know, I was I wanted to see it as more of a secret place kind of time and i was like do i want to release songs from that kind of thing but oh for sure it felt right um i felt like after a while like god was leading me into putting that project out so um yeah that's been a really like personal project and 
um yeah the songs are just very a lot of like deep stuff i've been journeying with with god and like i think it's uh will hopefully bless other people in their rooms or wherever they yeah. are in the world right now but um after that i'm planning on i have some ideas for like an album that i'll probably start writing um sweet and then yeah i have a couple of trips i really want to do but it's just question marks next to them like, oh for sure when we'll actually be able to travel so. like around the uk are you coming to the states or uh i do want to come back to the states um we just when we did this west coast tour uh particularly around like california area i felt like we had like a day in each city and um nice met so many people that i really wanted to like just go back and spend more time with and work on some stuff with but we just didn't have time to do it so oh yeah as soon as things open up i want to just come back and like probably do some songwriting and producing stuff and do that some videos sweet. that kind of thing and um, uh yeah you you did announce two tracks and you released two tracks miles and miles and then uh all right and yeah. then the five track ep right five is yep. dropping april 2nd april 2nd yes. april 2nd nice yep. so tell me a little bit about that i know you you just touched on it a little bit of just being you know at home and yeah you you said you didn't really feel like you were sure that you were you wanting to release something but what kind yeah, of shit is that uh, i think i I, t- I tend to overthink a lot of things so um yeah i was just like trying to figure out if it was even a good time to put music out and all that stuff but um yeah i think you may have seen the youtube video you mentioned a while back like um i got sent this guitar by somebody just on twitter yeah. that i'd never met before um but, like reached out and was like hey i've got an instrument i want to send you and um it was like the exact type of guitar i've been thinking about if i was going to make an acoustic project that's so crazy it just, man. yeah it's one of those crazy god moments where i was like okay lord i think i get what you said <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, you're gonna make this you're gonna do yeah this. <laughs> um but yeah i i kind of saw it as an exercise in restraint at least production wise like right. 24 was very production heavy it was very like lots of layers and electronic stuff and this one i just i wanted it to sound like me in my room with a guitar for most of it um there are some like extra layers and that kind of stuff but a lot of it is like even vocally i usually layer up my vocals quite a lot and have like yeah. two or three stacks and like pan them around do all that stuff but um yeah a bunch of this one is like just one vocal take on its own and like no reverb and all that stuff that i normally put on so, right um yeah it feels very like raw when i listen to it i'm just like oh this is so exposed <laughs> do you like but, it are you like man this is this is good or are you i like- do it took me a while to get used to hearing like just my voice sounding that way and the production oh, yeah. and stuff but yeah awesome man i'm happy um <laughs> and then i asked this uh i've asked this the last two episodes too uh how do you how do you think the the gospel impacts the creative mind mm. um you know it impacts everything that we do as believers um but in, in terms of creating music and, and writing and, and all that how would you say the gospel kind of inspires and pushes us mm. that's a great question um i think <laughs> there's so many things i want to say i'm trying to oh, say yeah. go ahead i think man. uh realizing that the whole like creativity as as its own thing is like a gift from god uh, yeah i really think that when we create things it's not like we're creating something out of nothing nothing we're kind of taking the things that god already created and like reshaping and reworking them into new things and um 
even like music and design and all that stuff we're just taking like sound and melody and all of these things that god designed and built for us and kind of taking those raw materials and trying to create something from it and um i see creativity as actually like one of the most beautiful ways to present the gospel yeah <laughs> um and i think there is absolutely you know preaching and all different ways that we can do that but um i'm probably biased as a creative person but i oh, think for sure, for sure. there's there's something about like beauty that points to the nature of who god is and like oh yeah like i mentioned in creation as well and like like god himself as the creator is beautiful and like the most beautiful person we'll ever meet or like spend time with and um i think there's something in beauty whether it's in art or music or design or just the creation we see around us that like calls to this deep thing within us that's like made to experience that and like experience the beauty of who jesus is oh yeah um it's like i remember i was actually reading this book um called culture care by uh makoto fujimura he's like a japanese painter that's become a christian as well nice um and he's telling this story about his like this time when the him and his wife were just really poor and like weren't able to afford food all the time and all this stuff and um one day his wife comes back with this bouquet of flowers and he's like why have you bought flowers at this time like we can't even get food and all this stuff um and she said uh the soul needs food as well <laughs> oh, like, there's something about like the beauty of things around us actually like feeds our soul um, oh yeah because it points to like who god is and his nature and like the beauty that we're actually made to see and appreciate and so i think that's kind of the role that creativity can play is like if we're just purely um I don't know, looking at the kind of functional needs and all that kind of stuff, like we're missing like the beauty and extravagance of who God is and like yeah. art has a way of like feeding our soul in that way that connects us to who Jesus is. Um and so like I'm I find that that's opened up more over time. Like I used to think that a song can only be worship if like it has Jesus in the words and like oh, yeah, <laughs> it has yeah, to be yeah. all this stuff. And now I'm finding that like I meet with God in the process of like writing a chord progression and like putting a melody together and just seeing like the beauty of that helps me see like the beauty of god as a creator and um just who he is as well so, so i find good. i'm i'm finding jesus in a lot more places <laughs> oh yeah than i thought possible i think that's huge i think yeah I'd, I'd echo that i think i was the same way i was like man i can only write worship music and that's the only thing that like is, is going to preach the gospel but it's like in everything we do mm. like that can be worship if our if our heart is, is set on the right thing yeah it's so good man um and then okay so kind of switching gears majorly i gotta ask and are you a big coffee drinker like are you or, or is that not your thing uh i'm a tea guy you're a tea I'm guy trying to like coffee but it doesn't work for me <laughs> do they do they have like tea spots around the uk and stuff like that oh yeah I mean, well, we, I feel like it's a very British thing anyway. Yeah. Like I'm drinking tea all day. <laughs> I've, like, tried to do the coffee thing. All my friends have, like, taken me to all the, like, hipster spots and, like, to the V60s and all these fancy ones. And, like, <laughs> they're always like, yeah. you have to try this. If you don't like this, you don't like coffee. And I'm like, uh, I don't think exactly. I don't like coffee. <laughs> Dude, it's okay. But where would you, where would you say? That's Grace. 
<laughs> Where would you say is like a good a good place to get tea around the UK or even in the states? Do do they have those around the states? I don't know. You, I mean, I don't know. I normally go to like uh, the coffee shops and order tea. Yeah, like that guy that just gets tea from coffee shops. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> what the heck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I'm supposed to like coffee, but I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I I'll feel like trying. it fits the, the personality and the whole. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole worship leader vibe thing, man. If you don't True. like coffee, yeah. but. Uh, all right man well <laughs> thanks for coming on and and before we go is there uh what do you where are you up to what are you doing and, and where can people find you and yeah yeah the mic um, is yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just uh all my stuff is available through my website it's probably the easiest way to find it so it's jonathanogden.co.uk um so yeah just making music and everything through there and if you want to check out the ministry uh it's called set sail we are actually like reworking it right now um, oh nice we're setting up a system to do more like teaching and workshop type stuff um which oh sweet may That's potentially sweet. change name <laughs> oh really so, depending if you well point where this podcast out uh, the website may be different but <laughs> i guess if you go on my website you'll find it anyways so, yeah for sure um, yeah <laughs> sweet man well again thanks for coming on i really appreciate it and, yeah thank uh, you for having me man yeah dude um, we'll see you guys on the next episode of In-House Podcast. Thanks for watching.